Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Warped, the unnecessary Star Trek podcast where we do unasked for audio commentaries of Star Trek episodes. My name is Sean. I'm Jake. I'm Alphonse Guggenheim. <laughs> and once again, we welcome back to the show our special guest star... Aaron. Aaron. <laughs> I just realized I have two ears that are very different from each other. I don't know if you know that. Huh. But uh, I had it on my left ear, and when I turned it to my right ear, it's very loud. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> so See, I, I, I only, moved it back to my, my left ear. My headphones are only in my left ear. Oh. I have no sound in my right ear, but... Yeah. Anyway. Not that you guys just, need to be I in stereo. Back, I that could listen. just be your headphones. Yeah. It could be your head. No, I think my ears are different. Yeah. Well, I know I can hear better out of one yeah, ear than I, I can the other. I have a preferred phone ear. There you go. I'll mm-hmm. see you clogging that ear up. I fucked it up in college. <laughs> <laughs> That's not where you're supposed to put the drugs. Yeah. Well, anyways, let's start the show. Um, we are uh, watching episode uh, season one, episode 20. Uh, tomorrow is yesterday. Yep. Per, like a, per, net, uh, per Netflix. Episode. So, oh yes, per Netflix. So, so, is this dealing with time? Is there it, some time oh, stuff? Yes. Oh, yes, there is. Oh no. So we. Uh, <laughs> uh, so go ahead, get a drink, um, and uh, we will be starting the show uh, in three. We got fifty minutes and thirty seconds on the clock, and I'll be starting in three, two, one, play. Oh, Uh-oh. that's strong opening. So one of the rare times we open and it's not a shot of the Enterprise. Stock footage. Stock footage courtesy of the United States Air Force. So I, blue. Yeah. I have talked on this show in the past about how Star Trek episodes, basically the story arcs generally fall into three basic tropes. The first one being they encounter some force on a planet. The second one being they bring some force on board the ship. And the third one being some force affects one of the cast members, one of the crew. <laughs> this is one of the rare episodes that is That's... not one of those tropes. Oh, my God. This is actually the first time travel episode. It took, them, it took them 20 episodes to get to lean into that. To, to finally yeah. go, hey, we're going to do a time travel episode. <laughs> That'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> well, we don't know how to do time travel. Well, just make something up about shooting around the sun. Yep. People will buy that shit. All right. But I, the one thing I do. <laughs> that, that was a good transition. Wow. Wait, this huh. is. Huh. What is, is the shape of that ship? That's the, that's the Star Trek Enterprise. I'm not sure you're aware of that. <laughs> that is, it the, looked like it was barely hanging in there. Uh, when the Star Trek, when the Enterprise is rocking. So uh, uh, now we're at the opening. So let me give you this. It's very aerodynamic. It's a spaceship. Yeah, so yeah. I've never seen a spaceship that looks like that. Yeah. It's different. You clearly yeah. haven't watched a lot of Star Trek because yeah. <laughs> they all look like, like that. that. <laughs> Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> it's so all in your mind. Right this now. is episode uh, season one, episode nineteen on IMDb. Tomorrow is yesterday. Original air date January twenty sixth, nineteen sixty seven. The Enterprise is thrown back in time to nineteen sixties Earth. They got an eight out of ten. Yeah, and was directed by Michael O'Herlihy and written by DC Fontana. Go DC. I want to shout out to the guy who created the Star Trek font. Uh, it's fantastic. 
it almost is a like as iconic as Star Trek itself. Like there's something about the way those the the mm-hmm. actual when they spell out Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's something yeah. about it. It's just like it is Star Trek to me. Good job. Yeah. Good job, guy. I like now. It's not moving that much. You know, it's not rocking like. It uh, seems well, very wobbly. They're getting it under control. They're just waking up from the wor- <laughs> with the worst hangovers they've had in a while. Oh yeah, he's off the floor. That, that I see. So it was a rocky for them too. Yes. Uh, so they got. Sling- that was intentional. Yeah, they yeah. basically nothing. Nothing is uh, <laughs> surprise. Surprise. Nothing is left to chance. All right. I, I thought they just did a shaky toss of the. Of the model. model. Mm-hmm. I, I, my favorite part about all the time travel episodes of oh. original Star Trek, and there's only a couple, oh. but they always time travel back to 1960s. Right. America. It's like modern day. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's I just a, saw I, a little bit of her panties. Oh, yeah. Me too. Just a flash. I... They don't go back in time to like renaissance time or anything like that or it's always 1960s america whoa what's in his ear that's uh no that's the way the vulcans are oh. <laughs> when they're aroused or uh you you know what's funny they don't go to they don't go to like the 1980s or the 1990s well no they, yeah i mean which they could do that too yep but they don't. But they don't. Nobody they wants o- to see. They that. only go to the 1960s. Yeah. I, I don't wonder. I don't. I don't know if there's a reason why. I just. Uh, yeah. No. I, they. They. I mean, <laughs> the near future is just too hard to get. There. <laughs> <laughs> far, well, far they future. They did predict disco in the last episode. Yeah, disco in your eyes. <laughs> uh, I'm distracted by his ear fob. His little. His. He. They invented Bluetooth way before. <laughs> yeah. See, that's. This is how they. One of the things that uh, you know, Star Trek. The they always say. Oh, they invented Google Maps. Yeah. The guy who invented the flip phone did it because of the Star Trek communicators. Mm. And uh, the the madman, the insane person that invented Bluetooth. Well, at this point in time on the season, they really started to really eyeshadow all the men. I've noticed that starting with Takat. Well, DeForest Kelly too. His eyebrow. He's got some pretty dark uh, eyelids. But they're they're not using that glossy close-up stuff they did before. He's got some shadows. Although speaking of shadows, like this is the first episode in in a few. I feel like where they bring back the really heavy shadowed medium close-up. Well, because this one takes place on the ship. Yeah. yeah, you know we've been watching a lot of episodes recently Exterior that have side. been exteriors. Yeah, so what? they're just they're just finding out that they have traveled back in time. Ah, oh, man, they do a poor job in this episode of inventing scientific jargon that sort of explains how why they, they yeah it's a minimum of effort. But I, they use it. Well, the one thing I do like about Star Trek, they use it to yeah. time travel from that point on. Oh, okay. Usually when they time travel, they, they so, slingshot around so they the sun. They don't forget about the scientific president, precedent. That no. They, every they other time there. they time warp, they usually do it because they got slingshot around a star. Yeah. Yeah. It's how they get up to past warp nine or whatever. They yeah. Did, uh, to, to make that happen. To, to create a time warp. At least in original series stuff. The next generation, I think they start to fuck with it a little more. Uh, Blue J4. Uh, re- repeat again. That sounds like a very unaerodynamic ship. <laughs> uh, speaking of unaerodynamic ships, so now we have mm-hmm. our our conflict. They've just been seen by a, the USAF. Yeah, 
the greatest <laughs> Air Force in the world. He's the plane he's flying incidentally is an F one hundred four Starfighter. It is a Starfighter. I was. That's one of the most future looking planes that we had in our yeah inventory at the time. So. Well, we were talking about how our uh, hammock fell over. Yeah. You know? Oh, I think it's the same sort of situation. situation. Aerodynamically, <laughs> that's your like big old round thing on the front. You're having sort of a Pythagorean yes. sort of moment where you're like, it's floating. Mm-hmm. Also, back to the eyeshadow. I think there's more than one reason why they don't put it on William Shatner. More than one reason? There's more than one reason. He has. He doesn't. Well, what do you think those reasons are? Well, one might think he's less exotic. You know, they're putting it on Nimoy and they're putting it on... Decay. Yeah. He's but I think the second reason is just practical. He doesn't have much space right here. Because I know what that's like because my eyes are similar. Yeah, small eyes. He doesn't have a lot of He lid. doesn't have a canvas in which to do to the... To paint the lids. To the, yeah. Uh. He's got that. Sometimes they call it the Mongolian fold. I see. <laughs> Do they now? Yeah. yeah. Which that, sounds... That seems kind of racist. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that I... If I was from Mongolia, I'd like to know that that's what it was called. Our, our podcast is not on the best terms with Mongolia right now, so <laughs> we could just change this the is not subject. Well, you can um, bleep that out. All right. Thank you. We'll just call it the oh, fold. It's there what you your go. dad uh, called it one time. There's a shot. <laughs> <laughs> that was some nice... Shadowing on yeah. Kirk. Yeah, he would also be hard. <laughs> Look at that. Oh yeah, that is that's very film. How is it even called for at all? He's like, no, there's no. What, he's not. What the guy it? he's talking to in the same room doesn't no, have that. It's same very shadowing. Humphrey Bogart. I know. I mean, what is the light going through to make those shadows? It's just, uh, you know, Shadow is just like I just want my eyes. Just light my mm-hmm. eyes. Just light he my just eye. wanted an homage. I to just want the, the eyes. Falcon. You need to show that I'm charming him. Yeah. How are how are they going to know? But in a mysterious, sexy way. Mm-hmm. But it's a dude that you just beamed to this mysterious and sexy. I said. <laughs> I insist. Well, we 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 always have a conversation, Aaron, on the show about you. Very rarely see because we talk about we 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 rank the hotness of the actresses. And there's a lot of hot actresses that are guest stars on the mm-hmm. show, mm-hmm. but very rarely when they have a guest star that's a male, is it an attractive guy? No, I was just going to say, this guy, they're yeah, usually very average, they're usually old. Also put all eyeshadow yeah, older on guys. Yeah. They're always older, and we, all, and we assume the reason why that is is because Shatner made it known in his contract that no actor could, could ever be more. <laughs> exactly. Right. Well, I've already ranked two people. And, uh, yeah, him, he's going to, so. if he, this ever gets to him, that might be a problem. He was going to retroactively. <laughs> he's going to be upset about that. This is going to sound bad. It's going to sound reverse sexist, but he could lose a couple pounds. You fat shaming Shatner? A little bit. He does have the punch. I don't have a problem with it. I'm just saying I think I'm picking up on the more angular face. See, they say that you basically sacrifice your butt for your face when you're a woman. You either choose one or the other. Right. You get the full... You you either get the nice angular face and no butt. Yeah. Or the big juicy butt. Correct. And a juicy face. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a 
That's so. a Sophie's Choice kind of thing right there, right? <laughs> it's like, which child is, lives? Uh, I mean, I'm not going to kick him out of bed. I'm not saying he's that. The, I tell you, this guy is one of the more attractive guest stars. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't talking ever. about him. I was talking about Shatner. Oh, Shatner. But yeah, I wouldn't kick him out of bed either. He, for <laughs> the average of what normally is the male <laughs> guest stars on this show, this guy is yeah. way above average. Yeah, he's uh, there. That's a good angle. He's under 40, so it's kind of... <laughs> Most of the guys that you right, know, right. Are, he's not he's not eighty. Yeah, he's right. are like character actors from vaudeville. And know. I will say this: we've been. This is now probably maybe the tenth episode or so we've seen that didn't involve some crazy old white man being stuck on a planet and sure. creating his own women to abuse. Yeah, <laughs> oh. that, that happens quite a bit. Look at but uh, that that was a fairly common theme in the first ten episodes yeah. of the show. But they've sort of got they haven't done that in a while, so that's always encouraging. I, I, now, do you think the writers were of a certain age, or do you think they thought the audience would go for that? What's the thinking behind it? When that? they did it originally? Yeah. Uh, I'm guessing, yeah. Most of the guys that wrote the original episodes, because I'm thinking they must not have had like a, a classic writer's room for the first like 15, 20 episodes. Because you look at like all the writers. They're all different. They're all one episode, two episodes, one episode, two so episodes. they pieced it together. Yeah. The last episode and this episode were written by people that end up writing a lot of episodes. several episodes after this point. They'll write like 15 to 20 episodes of the rest of the series. Uh-huh. So my guess is that those people were like, they started to create like a writer's right. pool. Yeah. Once they realized the show wasn't going to go away right away, they right. were able to... And the writer's pool sort of probably changed that. They went away from... Because what they originally had was a bunch of like old sci-fi writers... And I think a lot of old science fiction is based around old white people taking over planets. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's a lot of old sci-fi. So then... I think I kind of remember that they... They probably were younger people, right? Because they had to hire a pool of writers. Yeah. So they had to go younger because... You couldn't couldn't afford to hire established guys. Yeah. So they're all young people. So they're probably the one that chose to change the tenor of the show to being less, well. Now, my question to you, do you think at the time this guy was considered attractive or is it just like it hasn't aged well or is he just supposed to be? The guy in the orange suit? Orange suit. Yeah. Like. I think he's just considered like a normal dude. Yeah. Nothing, nothing bad. Nothing particularly good. Well, let's see. His, his, <laughs> the actor's name is Roger Perry. I'm sorry, Roger Perry. And he was only in, yeah, he was in his early 30s. So my guess is that this was like he was supposed to be sort of a an attractive guy. Yeah, he's like time. a hot fighter pilot. Yeah, it's kind of. But yeah, I'm not. Aaron's not getting the job. Getting the, I'm not. And I don't, I he's, already he's no Tom would, Cruise. I don't blame him at all. I would not kick him out of bed, but, but yeah. I'm just trying to think like. Sixties had some pretty smoking hot people go moving through the landscape, so I don't think that was considered the best of the best. Just like athletic working guy. Well, no, uh, I just mean I just mean for Star Trek at this point in time, he is definitely above average. I agree with that. For this being my second episode, <laughs> he's more attractive. Than he was more attractive than the Gorn. Oh no, the Gorn is top dog. Oh, okay, all right. I'm talking about the people. Gotcha. So, would you kick him out of the bed if there was only room for the Gorn or him? <laughs> hmm. Oh well. I'd sleep on the floor and let them have the bed. Oh wow. <laughs> well, we 
never really did establish whether or not the Gorn was male or female. Mm-hmm. I don't think it matters to the Gorn. The Gorn are very open-minded. Uh, so they he seem was to be having a conversation. Several episodes of Barnaby Jones. It's been going on for a while, yeah. He looks like a Barnaby <laughs> Jones. I wonder what's in his golden treasure chest behind Shatner. That's what I'm really interested in this thing. What's <laughs> what is that? What's in your golden box, Shatner? Oh, Kirk? There is a golden treasure chest behind <laughs> yeah. you. You're right. <laughs> what is this artifact? I got to see this now. Oh, my God. It's it's going to be there. Wait. Ah. Come back to the captain. Come on, Kirk. Where's the shot? There it is. And there's also some kind of weird... There's some history going idol on. Idol of some kind yeah. over to his right. Uh, the, uh, is this Kirk's office? or? Yeah, it's his personal quarters. Yeah. Right? Is I just, this is something I picked up in the pleasure world of Gemini 4. There's always a pleasure uh, world. Yeah. Because yeah. it's kind of Southeast Asian or something. Yeah. Well, there's a whole world. Wait. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought yeah, it was gone. The, the, oh. the, the, huh, the books. Books stacked the wrong way because they don't want to. <laughs> right. They don't, don't want to pay for the. the yeah. The, or show, show that he reads. Show that they don't have anything actually written on them. They're all Gemini 4 pleasure <laughs> manuals. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the bookends are Gemini 4 pleasure obelisks. They've both been inserted all the you way put up. Him, you put them st- sitting up because Shatner, when he's looking down to pick his book, he doesn't want to have to look down to the side. That is a low shelf. He can look above the books and yeah. see the titles yeah. as he's looking down on them. He could rest his member on them. <laughs> and he likes to do it only on the spines. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, that's just a little known fact. Is, uh, there, a, is there a particular book he doesn't do? <laughs> is it just any of them? This is a trick I picked up from Gene. <laughs> it's, it's called the Roddenberry. Yep. Uh, Randomly, it's star date 31117.1. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Point one. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. There's a. It's like 500 years <clears throat> ahead of the last episode if you go by star date. Yeah. It's got uh, that film noir lighting again. Always. Yeah, but it's off. It's like not on his eyes. Yeah. It's They're really weird. highlighting his his, uh, his mouth this time. Yeah, because he's talking. Yeah. He's talking to a computer. He's on the horn. It's like they're using the technique. Oh, that's one of the things that's, that's right. You're uh, not going to hear it in the episode. You know what I'm talking about, yeah. right? In this episode, the computer has gotten this sort of sassiness to it. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so he talks to, look, watch. It's going to call him Deer, Deer or something. Yeah. The computer, like. <clears throat> The computer's got like a, a sassy woman's. <laughs> oh, nice! <laughs> but like, what's weird about it is they make a point of like it's um, it it's like misfiring the right? computer. Was, the, yeah, the, the program needs to be fixed yeah. because it's talking in this sort of whatever dear voice. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like that. It's yeah. It, but they make a point of the fact that the reason why that is is because they were at a. Uh, a planet, a planet that was all women, women, and they reprogrammed it there. Nice. But the computer has been a woman's voice since the beginning of the show. I don't know. So I don't understand why all of a sudden, because it was programmed by women now, yeah, it's, it's like, not only just a woman, it's a sassy she woman. She is not sassy. Oh, screaming! How much blood does he have? Two episodes in a row. I know. Blood, blood is set to yes. <laughs> good. Good. That's good, right, doctor? That's not when we take a shot, though, right? No, look. No, no. But we, he's, look at his eye shadow. Oh, yeah. See, he's really got... 
It really blings out the blue in his medical uh, <laughs> uniform. Because yeah. hmm. he's got similar eyes. But he's got a little bit more But room. he's got the big old, like, triangle eyebrows that sort of allow yeah. you to get, un, you know. You got to get, you can get under there. You can get his under is that. more, yeah. less on the lid, more yeah. on the brow. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. But his got eyebrows it. are okay. so high. I'm just trying to see if my theory holds. It you does. Mean, it's holding. Shatner, the brow to lid. He should just be wearing lipstick and eyeliner. That's what he should be doing. The shat? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Just keep it thin. I haven't seen too much bones lately. He wasn't in the last episode very much. Yeah. Kind of. His name is Bones. According to his patch, he's got the basketball certification, too. He's got a basketball shaped insignia. Oh, yeah. yeah, that, That means he. That's how they teach medical. Because <laughs> there's really just robots that do it. So it's just like <laughs> you do play a lot of it's basketball. Always, it's not that. It's that it's a the, 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 uh, that medical school really wants to compete well at yeah. the uh, NCAAs. <laughs> exactly. So they only recruit like heavy-duty basketball <laughs> players to be doctors. Because yeah. they yeah. figure the doctors, they don't really need to do much because the computers do everything. Yeah. And they're like, we could rule the tournament. <laughs> I think in the future, like being a doctor is kind of how we would look at being like some low level profession now. It's like being a bricklayer. It's like, oh, you're going to be end up being a doctor. You're, you're no good at anything but basketball. You're going to. He does have like a weird ball insignia on his. I think it's supposed to be like. Sci- what? I don't know what that's. <laughs> it's a Harlem Girl for Trotter's, you know, courtesy sticker. From the future. <laughs> uh, so they, they, if you've not been watching, um, the original idea was they were just, oh, they both have it. Yeah, they're both, I think it's a science officer kind of. <laughs> because Spock's got the basketball yeah, too. There's no way Vulcans play basketball. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes, that's why the theory that is. That is the most out. gracious thing that has been said on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. You He's can't. taller than green, everybody. Why damn, are you counting him out? Yeah. What, Spock? Yeah. They just don't play. Why would it, it's a, a logical like race of people. four to five inches people. taller than everybody on the ship. Why would they ever engage in any kind of sporting event? Competitive sports are a that would be not illogical. use of time. Uh, we'll find out. Um, when you need a scholarship, you need a scholarship. Okay. Well, that's true. Maybe that was the only way he could get into the Federation. Yeah. That's how he got his PhD. Yeah. He became... Doctor Spock. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna teach him how to fuck up their children. It'll be hilarious. Yeah. So, so they've got this guy. He's from the past. Mm-hmm. They can't let him go because he would know too much about the future. Mm. But the the reason they let him stay is because he has children that would have an impact. Well, they they originally were just gonna take him. They were gonna take him. Yeah. They were just gonna take him back with them. Yep. Um, but at the moment, they also have the issue of they're not sure if they can get back to their time. Their time, right? right? They're not sure what they're going to do. But they weren't going to let bring him back because Spock had done a a cursory sort of review of his life, and he had made no major uh, advancements to society. Oh, so he knew he wasn't going to be in the future the guy that invented the toilet. Right. To start so he was like, Enterprise. it won't really affect the timeline if we take him back with us. Uh. But then he did more research and found out that his son ends up being a big head honcho into some space 
uh, mission. Yeah. That sort of would affect, but at this point in time, he hasn't had a son yet. Because his son has not, so if they don't take him back, his son will never be born, and that'll uh, be a major impact to the space race. So now they're trying to figure out what the hell they're going to do. Take his sperm. And that- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what I would do. <laughs> Impregnate some woman. That's what you would do, but pertaining to this poem. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't know. I, w- I haven't been following. What are we even talking about? <laughs> you just saw him and you're like, that's a guy I would take his sperm. I would. He's uh, got some pretty. He's got some uh, deep blue eyes. He does have blue eyes. His head is shaped vaguely like a Toblerone. <laughs> I don't know. Um, to, or something. <laughs> which, is, uh, which would be distracting for me. But uh, <laughs> I think it looks more like a wind tunnel. <clears throat> I think they've all, also now found out that there's not. They believe there's pictures of the ship Uh-oh. on this base that they have to go remove because. <laughs> I like that the guys officers with like a lot of uh like like that a patrol. Drinking fountain is distracting. That's that's the way they were in the seven. See how Takei he also has the jaunty yeah, little he cuffs does. on his And the heels, man. The oh, heels. Yeah. He's so happy. He's so <laughs> he's so happy in his work. He's so Sulu is so happy right now. <laughs> He's, uh, he's like, and this place is full of men. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where to go? <laughs> that's, that's more like, what do you be now? <laughs> oh, fingerprints everywhere. Kids just, they're just touching everything. Uh, they're like a bunch of kids. Statistical services. I'd like to see a office with a sign like that. Yeah. That doesn't happen anymore. What's that font? It's a generic German. But that it's painted on the glass like that. Yeah. This is so. What are they trying to? This is trying to steal the pictures. They've got yeah. a Norelco type thing again. It There's looks like, like the Gorn talkie thing. Yes, it's now a, flashlight. a flashlight. Yeah. <laughs> they just held it up the other way and didn't turn it on. It's so and then much. he spoke into it. Uh, so they're yeah they're trying to to the 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 ship that the pilot was flying took some took po- pictures and also like he recorded some audio of him describing it. So they're trying to just remove all that. This really happened, guys. This is like right out of what this happened. is like Watergate right now. Yeah. This is Watergate and Roswell. Yeah. And be like, what is this? Hmm. That, was a, that was a good B-roll footage of like the flashlight on those things, since that object obviously barely gives off any light. <laughs> the moon. Now yeah. in HD. Still menacing us, even in the future. <laughs> the moon. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, this is a yeah. This is an episode I think that reveled in how interesting its premise was. Well, I mean, I just I wonder we're so tired of it now, but how was it a, a, probably a bit more novel? Oh yeah, totally. Well, like you say, this is the first time they've done a time travel episode. Yeah. With cuz like that's one of the things that I think is interesting here. Whoa. Like, Whoa. Yeah, what yeah, color yeah. is that? That's purple. That's purple. Yeah. yeah. What is going on? 
Is that just the lighting? I think it. I mean, it's. It's a lavender. It's supposed it. to be blue. Faded. I'm sure, but it's it faded. Look- like he's. A hanger on, maybe, or does he work there? <laughs> I think this is my favorite character in this episode. Yeah, he's great. He's, yeah, but uh, I like his stance. <laughs> so not very ergonomic, but it works for him. A lot of the times, like so far on the show, they're really dealing with a problem that is beyond their technology. And this is the first time that there's an episode where they that's not an issue. Yeah. Like, there's no way for the Earth at that time to be able to stop them from transporting. Right. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah, they have carte blanche with their, the chips like they, they can use. They are... So they don't have, like, those kind of artificial limitations put on them. Like they and, but they have to... But they had to figure out a way to sort of create a conflict where... They didn't have the access to the the technology. Oh, you know what? They use the transporter to solve a lot of problems. <laughs> I mean, I would do the same thing. Well, no, but I'm saying like the whole problem is so they now they have they transported him because he was holding the communicator. Yeah, and but now they don't have a communicator, uh, so they can't transport him. Oh. Uh, Dear God. You know what? They shouldn't have transported the gun. <laughs> this guy's looks. Yeah. You know. <laughs> oh, look how alien and exotic. Yeah. I'm going to be your escort tonight. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> to- this guy's character acting is like perfect. Uh-huh. Uh, Nimoy always has great eyebrow work. Yeah. yeah. He does. Does anyone talk about why that guy's wearing like a silk jumpsuit? That's like helping them out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which guy? Oh, the the, 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 red the other guy. engineer. There's a guy in a bathrobe. <laughs> 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 the, the 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 engineering uh, crew have a the regular like ensigns. Yeah, they, they dress like Hugh Hefner. Yes, they all okay. wear the red uh, jumpsuits. Got it. They don't get the joy of velour. Yeah, like the officer class does. I like the brocading on their arms too. Wait. So they have one communicator left. Oh, oh they do have it. I don't know what. Yeah, I'm not sure why they can't. He gave him transport one. him out. This guy's frozen. What's this guy doing? He doesn't have to hold that pose, or do they lock no, him? No, no, he's just shocked. he's just in shock. Because uh, well, he has that's just a been commitment because that looks uncomfortable. Well, like you said, when you went to the sh- uh, in the previous episode, when you went to the Star Trek experience, you were pretty shocked when you. The lights went out, and you, I was. And it you was were in, a, the, in a whole situation. It was a shocking. Uh, that was. I was shocked. Now imagine that, but DeForest Kelly and Leonard Nimoy are looking at you, right? Yeah, and you're wearing purple. Yeah, <laughs> when you should be. This wearing. is not what I thought I'd be wearing when this happened. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Only two more air bases to go, guys, until we get to the big five hundred. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the shit really happens. Uh, yeah, they, they are not good at infiltration and stealth. No. Is what you <laughs> it's like, kids, uh, what is going on in that room? Yeah. The butcher department. No. Oh. They didn't have people who could... <laughs> Look at how like, they hid. <laughs> in the dark. Uh, sit around the corner. Dude. Uh, it's like, that's like really young kids hiding. Yeah. Yeah. 
This one? Is that what they came out of? Yeah, by the water <laughs> fountain machine. Oh, dear God. I saw one of these on the Pleasure Planet Gemini 4. Ah, they call them pleasure reels. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it all goes in your anus. Every last bit of it. <laughs> it feels juicy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how else. Oh, so I can just say Uranus. So my boys the other He's day. He's wearing purple too. It's standard standard Air Force <laughs> uniforms. Aaron, they're purple. <laughs> you didn't know that? Oh, photo sect. So we're watching the Captain Underpants movie. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it? Yes. Several times. And I had never seen it. But there's a joke where they're both laughing at the fact that sh- the teacher says Uranus. Oh, yeah. That's how they become friends in the first place. And I had to explain to the boys. Oh, that was the entryway for our kids, too. <laughs> they now they like, think it's hilarious. What's Uranus? Yep. And I said, well, anus is another term for butt. <laughs> and they both start. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Dying. Yep. And they go, you're, so they're saying your butt. And then, so then, so that was uh, a couple nights ago. So then last night. They wanted to watch it again because mm-hmm. my oldest had fallen asleep and still hasn't watched the whole thing. And when that shot came up, they both were just thought it was the funniest yeah. thing in the world. Now they got it. But yeah. stuff is yeah. great at but that stuff, age. Yeah. But even better than that. That's funny how they've gone this far without <laughs> learning anus. That was cool. That was what pretty just happened stellar there. by it. Yeah. That was upper gets, body He gets thwarted by a guy grabbing his leg on yeah. the ground. Uh-oh. So, but better than that. My yo, my oldest last weekend went to a math competition. Okay, and they had calculators, and by the end, which the so the competition was sort of the team that that my kids' school went. They weren't like prepared. It was just to sort of go, and they were competing against schools that had like math teams, you know. Yeah. So they didn't really win any awards and we're sitting there sitting and watching the awards and all the boys, some one of the boys had taught them how to write boobies on a calculator. Hell yeah, a bunch of and eights. they thought it was the greatest yeah. thing ever. Yeah. And we used to spell something else. Hell? Hell. You can spell hell. Yeah. Well, I they were all writing boobies. Yeah. Four three seven seven five three one eight zero zero eight. Yeah. You had to do it backwards. Yeah. And, and ja- uh, then I taught them how to write boobless. Yeah, nice. That's the other one you could they just think that is the greatest thing in the world. That's good. Because hey. it is. Oh my god. And I was there with one of the other dads and I was like, Oh, the joy of the first learning that you can write boobies yeah. on a guy. Calculator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is good. Because you're just like, it's a fish out of water story for the calculator. <laughs> I don't usually get to be participating in this kind of nonsense. <laughs> like, word, you get to write boobies on a word all the time, but calculator. Anyway. Well, uh, I, so are they are they going to beam up? Is their solution going to be to beam up the entire planet? Is that because that's <laughs> that's pretty much what they're going to have to do? Everybody, no, the, the the final like science of it is pretty hairy. Yeah. <laughs> There's like a a sort of uh, quantum leap, and that's aspect uh, of it, and that's what I'm talking about the the way they. Now that well, part I agree with yeah. you. The original time travel and how they get the ship back to the future. Yeah, that. 
is consistent they, that they consistently use how they resolve the the pilot and the guy that they also the two yeah. guys that they've how they how they resolve that yeah and is total a, BS. Oh, yeah. it's like yeah they won't remember anything yeah like what everybody else remembers everything from never mind yeah it's it's really dumb there's absolutely no reason for it they wrote themselves into a corner. They did. The whole basic thing is they basically decide to, as they slingshot around the sun, they start going backwards in time first. Right. Let, me, let me just point out that this guy's gun prop is obviously from a Western set because there's no reason <laughs> the, a guy would have a... the ivory pearl handle. It's like a bone. No, it's like an elk bone, like custom <laughs> revolver. I mean... This yeah, is, what's oh, uh, and it's a, no, that's, uh, engraved yeah. on it? Yeah, that's like well, it's obviously like plastic, but they all have it. It's like some weird Western <laughs> style. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's, it's like this is such a poor attempt at a Air Force uniform. <laughs> <laughs> and that guy literally has a Congressional Medal of Honor. <laughs> Or is, the, or is it the Marine? No, it's or Marine Corps. Okay, well, yeah, yeah, they don't teleport out of this situation, but they could. But right? what they do is they overpower. I don't know. He's liking it. He's enjoying this. <laughs> they send a rescue party. What, what did you say this one got? What was the rating? Eight. Oh, eight. So it was slightly less popular than the last episode we watched. So far, I give it an 8.1. Wow. Erin is she's generous <laughs> with her opinions. She likes the purple. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really see how they're going to get out of this without killing a lot of people. It's <laughs> really all they, the only choice they have. Somehow they do, but... The, well, we were talking about the sort of BS, how they get them back into to the planet without having to take them with them. It's they, like they teleport they them? Teleport them to the moment before oh, they, they time got... time teleport? Well, they, yeah. Well, they teleport. They go... So as they slingshot around the oh, sun, they go back. back in time a little bit to the exact moment that they transported them. Ow out and then they transport him there and the whole theory behind it is because what happened will never have happened they won't remember it which is some <laughs> fucked up timeline bullshit yeah. <laughs> it's like it's razor thin yeah because either they transport him back to that moment and it's so too late he's gone the, to the person future. that transported would transport anyways yeah. right right so the timeline would be maintained yeah it, it may yeah it's like there's no no yeah everybody's individual timeline is a it's their own in holistic loop you can't but my guess is i mean obviously there was time travel stories yeah before this yeah i'm guessing not much on television i don't know what the general landscape of sci-fi time travel episode. Lost in space. Was that... There was no time travel, though. That uh, was after Star Trek. Did they ever do it on Twilight Zone? That's Maybe. what I was trying to think. The Twilight Zone played with a lot of these ideas without having to... That's yeah. the jumpsuit I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Oh, oh, this is sorry. This is where they showed the food reconstitution. Yes. Oh yeah. He makes him some soup. He puts in a specific (laughs) cartridge and makes chicken soup and tray and utensils. (laughs) Right. Jake, how does this scene make you feel with your current post uh, post your own soup issues? (laughs) (laughs) If if our audience doesn't know, Uh, there was some soup. There was a, um, a soup-related tragedy. There was a burn from the soup. Yep. <laughs> but but the remainder of the soup noodles were still enjoyed. Did you? Okay. They did not deter me. All right. It looked like a pretty big burn. It was, a, it was a pretty wide burn on my hand. Yeah. Oh. It got scalded a little bit, but... So... I ate those noodles did in you revenge. Just, did you, was it during the pour-out or when? No, it was like I set it on something and it was kind of on the edge and so it toppled over. So I had to try to catch it with my hand and there was a splash out. Oh my God. Before I was able to write it. So most of it was saved, but I, at least I had given it that time to like the three minutes you're supposed to allow to cool down and cook uh, in the cup. It's a cup of noodles. Oh, we're <laughs> talking ramen. Oh, okay. we're talking cup. Oh. Okay. But but like, yeah. Shit, so now you own you that be company. Own. Yeah. No warning. Oh, wait. Yeah, there are warnings. Damn it. But did it warn to not put it on a, on a yeah. counter that wasn't right. steady? It didn't warn me yeah. not to pour it on my hand. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Sue him. Okay, going back to the reconstitution. Yeah. I'm a fan of soup. I actually really like soup, but would that be what you would use that special power for? Soup. The ability mm. to make anything out of anything. Yeah, it seems like that <laughs> opens up. The same thing that makes the food makes the dish and the tray and the utensils. So <sighs> it could be anything. Right? Hey, guys, guys. I was gonna, souping the outcome of that kind of bummed me out. It's all molecules. That's, that's what right. I heard. Uh, that's the new That's the new theory about everything. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I'd always make soup. I think, you know, if you're really trying to impress somebody, well, that's we what, can make anything. But that's what he asked for. That, I know. That's a I, moment that always sticks out to me when, from Deep Space Nine when I watched it was there was a moment when they were looking for like some hidden treasure and it was like, oh, it's just this useless gold. Yeah. This worthless gold. Oh, yeah, 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 and yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, because they can make anything. And that's like, that was sort of the dawning of the, oh, well, yeah. Well, that, that, the whole thing on, on Deep Space Nine is they... They uh, the the what they're always looking for is gold plated latinum. Yeah, right. And it's latinum is the 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 precious metal. Yes, right. and it's plated in gold because gold is so worthless. Yeah, they they smuggle it basically. Yeah, yeah. They, they so <laughs> it's such a twist on the way. Uh, oh, those chairs, those judging chairs with their cowls. This is the greenest room we have, guys. It's not even green. There's, <laughs> it's a, light. there's a key light that's green. Mm-hmm. But look how good it looks against that. They're mustard-colored jerseys. He's got an oddly uh, placed mole on his face. Yeah. That they tried to cover up. The guest actor? Yeah. Go back to Barnaby Jones, Molly. <laughs> Mole man. Come on. What did you say? His head shaped like Doblerone? Yeah. <laughs> Just a little bit. A little long. Yeah. Chocolate. It's a little bit of a flare. I don't know. Triangular? Yeah. It's got a triangular sort of thing. The top is just... What's, what sport do the engineering... It's, it's like a curl. It's like, it's like a little uh, cowlick. Uh, yeah, I don't understand what it is. I was going to say pube. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, think it's, I think you're right. Uh, yep. It there makes you... the most sense. 
He's got the little pube-shaped sort of calic on his head, too. So <laughs> It's like a little curl. The precision in which his bangs are trimmed are pretty... In the future, we get... It's as if they use cut. scissors. Yeah. Robot scissors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he's the right kind of hair for that. Yeah. You couldn't do that. So you're saying his head is shaped like that console on the desk there. Yeah. Yes. A little bit. Are we leaving Earth? We're going back to the sun? Yeah. Yeah. They're all back on the ship. Guess what? We're leaving America. Yeah. (laughs) Only planet part worth looking at. Not even spinning. (laughs) (laughs) How did they manage that? I guess they were over the United States. I mean, that's Who is that? Oh. It's the lady, right? She doesn't do much, does she? Uhura? Yeah. It varies. She's always in the background. Yeah. Some, the last couple, the two episodes we watched, they, they I, have not had not a lot much. of Uhura. You know what's either. funny is she's like the communications officer, but sometimes when they're doing communications, they'll go back to the guy on the other side and he'll just do like the little whatever part and they don't even use <laughs> as a communications yeah. officer. I can relate to that. Because no. some days like Uhura is not having it. Yeah, like, she's just uh, like, Uhura, is there anything coming over the general frequency? Do not even start with me today. Uh, ends in Raleigh. <laughs> yeah, there's an emergency distress speaking. Okay, okay, great, great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we really should do something about Uhura, but we can't fire her. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. yeah. Warp three, Mr. Sulu. Let's advance the plot. <laughs> uh, All right. Yep. Ooh, not in the original. Yeah, that's what I would be. Some of the time I'm like looking at this stuff and I'm going, man, I really want to know what it looked like when they first shot it. Like, <laughs> yeah. what does that actually look like? Yeah. It, <laughs> they had a guy in a sunsuit uh, <laughs> holding a model and spinning um, spinning around. It's fantastic. <laughs> I like I like how they're trying to do something as precise as travel backwards through time, and the method they are doing using to tell when they should stop the 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 ship is counting down out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Computer's precision. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do it early. Don't do it early. <laughs> now. You're really you're really close. Now. Really close. <laughs> <laughs> On the ow or the n. <laughs> Because we'll be, we'll miss years otherwise. Yeah. Hey, there's that blue planet. So it turns out we teleported you into your old body. So <laughs> that could be weird for you. Are you gonna see the yeah, other? That's what I'm are saying. you gonna see the other starship? I think it is. This is where the person who came up with the idea for Quantum Leap got the idea from. Yeah. It's like literally they're transporting them inside of the other bodies oh of people. Yeah. But somehow erasing their memory as they do it at the same time. Chronometer. <laughs> we wouldn't want to call it a clock. A clock. <laughs> yeah. All right. What is going on? This guy's not going to remember. Uh, it's coming fast. You probably don't need to be in some kind of like pers- perfect timing situation on this. You could just kind of like <laughs> play it loose. Play it loose. He's already figured out he's a communicator on the, yep. the teleporter pad. Yeah. He knows how to push it. And the of course, back in America. Yeah. Well, that's, that is where he has to go. Yeah. At least. Da, 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 da. 
10 minutes. The middle of it. Because they're over like the Midwest, I think. 10, nine, is this the counting? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> doing it again. Yeah. You can't be off by a millisecond <laughs> or that will be tr- terrible tragedy. Energize. What? Um, that should be close enough for visual contact. <laughs> Wait. I'm out. I'm out. I'm in. Huh? Confusing? Uh, uh, hand waving, hand waving. And resolve. Uh, wait, wait. Did he tilt his head up and you could see the... Oh, no. I thought you could see the end of the hose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is wiggling around quite a bit yeah. for something that should be attached to something. Yeah, it's like on their chest. I mean, you do have a bit of wiggle. It's possible though. you could yeah. see the end of it. I'm yeah. not going to lie. There might have been a shot there. Uh, uh but what does Ahura think? She's happy. <laughs> <laughs> She's pleased. Huh. I'm uh, only doing this show because MLK told me to. <laughs> she had to. Uh-oh. And freeze it. And hold. And hold. <laughs> All right, Jerry. That's helpful for Resolution. me to know what's going on. And everything loose end number two tied. That's up. not where he was when G- they teleported. It says four ninety seven now, guys. Oh, <laughs> they lost it. Spooky. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. And everything is back to being okay. You know, as long as we're back going back through time, we should stop that part where we lost all those crew members and maybe make yeah, a different decision. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have time for that. And everybody laugh and clacker down. Scene. Cut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Forget all the space exploration. This has got to mm. be... We've got to explore this. Uh See, they take a lot more time to get to oh. shit. They still like, do. They're still going. They're, they're like, still it's like this up. they could have easily wrapped this up in one shot <laughs> five seconds ago. Yeah. Well, they had a lot more time. Like one of the things we talk about on is, and Aaron might not be familiar with this, is they had less commercials, so they had more time to fill. And yeah, I mean, now, like we said, the these episodes are fifty minutes long. Out of an hour? Out yeah. of an hour. As opposed to 40-something. Yeah, if you get more than 40 sometimes. You know, if if you encounter, like, shaky situations this often in space, you, you, you should really design the starship with places to hold on to. Or just some re- kind of restraining system. <laughs> yeah. Why don't the, any of their chairs have seatbelts? Yeah. You would think that would be standard issue. I mean, seatbelts I can believe because they're all freaking space cowboys and wouldn't wear them anywhere. Yeah, no. Seatbelts were not standard in the 1960s. But they didn't even offer them. Yeah. You know? Oh. These seatbelts seat are never going to catch on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But short skirts, they're here to stay. Bring me the hot pants. Mm-hmm. Wow. So how long did I miss the kiss? Did that already happen? No. No, we haven't gotten to that. Ever. I don't know. I think that's like in season three. Yeah, it's not. It it's pretty late. So yeah. she's not hooking up with anybody at this point. Michael, no. her- Michael O'Herlihy dra- trying to direct episodes that aren't racist against the Irish. <laughs> <laughs> One episode at a time. Took a stand. <laughs> Coming to a better world. There's a lot of racism against the Irish in these shows. 
Well, and rightfully so. I mean, <laughs> if you're going to be a racist, if, we, mean, if we're get allowed any outlet for racism, that should be it. So, uh, all right. Well, does anybody have anything they want to add before we any final sign off? Final thoughts. So, Aaron, final thoughts? I have no final thoughts. <laughs> Did you enjoy eight that point, episode? 8.1. I'm going to stick with my... Uh, so you enjoyed the Gorn episode more oh, than this one? very much so. Yeah. But ah. I like that they try to deal with time. Um, that's yeah. something different. That's her first Star Trek time episode, so she yeah. isn't jaded like yeah. some of us might be. When we're on our... It's a good point. It's a yeah. good point. Yeah. It's fresh. It's fresh for I her. I liked... The institutional backdrop of the Air Force offices. Yeah, that was a... Well, I always liked that they go back to 1960s because that was the sets they had. Sure. Because they could just be like, that's what that's what it is. That was like the I Dream of Genie. Uh, that's where Major, who, you know, whatever is. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, a- anyway, any time a thing is made, it's like, it's compelling to see like, oh, what would these people from the future think of us as we At are now? At this point in time. Yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. But they kind of treated the people in the 60s like buffoons to us. I mean, I wasn't watching the episode really or reading it, but it didn't seem like a flattering portrayal of like. Well, I'll tell you what, they were a lot more like civilized towards them than normal Star Trek. A lot of times Star Trek looks at like they talk about the the late night uh, 20th century uh, humans as like the worst people savages. in the world. Like how did these savages ever do anything? They talk shit about them about their medical care and like, you know, all the stuff that they didn't do that that much in this episode. Oh my god. I didn't realize there was a, such a political bent to the whole thing. I can see it all now. <laughs> Some liberal stuff. <laughs> uh, Can't build Star Trek without being a Republican. <laughs> well, on uh, that note. Yay! <laughs> I'm not sure I firmly believe that. Does anybody have anything else they want to add? Uh, uh, no. All right. Well, uh, I have been Sean. And I'm Jake. I'm all I'm Alphonse Hammersmith. <laughs> Aaron. <laughs> and this has been Warped. And next time, Aaron, will you please wear some clothes? I mean, we're open-minded. Why did you have to make it creepy? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's just wrapping up. It needs to be creepy at the end. Good night. Good night. Bye.